It's the Stephanie Miller Show. against what is happening in this court and so firmly for the old America that we know, not this America, that he will take that stand on Monday. He will open himself up to whatever they want because he's not afraid. People that are afraid cower. President Trump doesn't cower. We'll be back on Monday. Oh, Alina Haba. Bless you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Hi, remember that chicken Trump sketch that he did dressed in a ridiculous uh, pink or uh, what do you call it? Yellow outfit. I wonder if he's wearing that today. He is. Oh, by the way, Katie Fang reminds, reminds us that chickened out is a legal term. Oh, is it? <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, dear God. All right. What a loser. What a scared, What a weenie. I, right? You knew it. He's all talk. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And by the way, I think our friend uh, Harry Littman, among other legal ads, and lady says he's going to get, he is, oh, he's, he's going so down effed. in this he's trial. He's going to get it. She's so effed. All the, I mean, even the witnesses that were supposed to be on his side mm. pretty much corroborated what uh, mm. Letitia James is saying. Yeah. So, bye-bye, Donnie. Another one down. Another one bites the dust. Hi, Chris, the boy's people. back. Hi, Welcome how are you? back. Thank you. Hi. Oh, you're wondering where I'm, why I'm wearing this lovely shirt uh, aboard the court that I... I'm with uh, you. Yes, that a uh, listener sent me. Because Wendy Davis is going to be... Good job, Jody Hamilton. No, good job, Stephanie Miller and Von Seal. Von Seal. With an assist from Von Seal in Asheville, <laughs> who knows Wendy from Austin. That's right. Another uh, fantastic Texas weirdness. Um, anyway, yeah, she, I, she was great. I saw her on uh, MSNBC yesterday. And who better to talk to right now? No if you don't kidding. remember her 13-hour filibuster on the Texas, a Texas State Senator mm-hmm. with her pink sneakers. Mm-hmm. And that was, by the way, I researched it, Jody. It, this is like 20 weeks. Uh-huh. The, the, I mean, she, I, I can't even imagine how she's feeling today. And she's talked openly about that she had two non-viable yeah. pregnancies she had to abort. Yeah. Because I, I so not only, by the way, we were just saying, this is so typical. Mm-hmm. It, it, hardly anybody in the mainstream media is even covering Brittany Watts, who's the African-American woman, mm-hmm. who apparently is going to be charged for for having a, a miscarriage in the toilet, for flushing the toilet, Yeah, which is, by the way, where most women have miscarriages. Yes, if they don't she make went it, to the yeah. emergency room twice, mm-hmm. right? They told her to, oh, go home. Just, I, I mean, it is extraordinary what's happening mm-hmm. right now, that this court in Texas has put on hold now, uh, uh, um, I'm sorry, now I'm forgetting, uh, Kate Cox's there you go. ability to have it. And by the way, she's already a mom to two other two kids. babies, and she so, could die. Right, pregnant. so you're going to let, that's pro-life? Yep. You're going to make her give birth to a non-viable baby, and she could die and leave her other two children childless, or not be able to have more children, which she desperately yeah, If she wants. goes into labor early, it could right. rupture her uterus due to her previous C-sections. So we were saying last week, Chris, like playing Russian roulette with women's lives. Like how long do you have we're to wait before, or, you know, before you might bleed out? Right. I mean, it, it's... I, I, you don't need to convince me. It sounded like you were trying to convince me. <laughs> well, you've been gone for a couple of days, oh, so I, I have fresh meat to okay. yell at. <laughs> Did you convince Sean yes. while he was here? Yeah, Sean's a young and he's the okay. he gets the future. He's valuable. His brain is malleable. <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious. 
so doughy. I can she was very Anne Bancroft with the leg, and uh-huh. they were talking about yes. plastic. Yes. It was Would a you like me thing. to seduce Plastics. you? <laughs> I have one bit of advice for you, Sean. Plastics. Plastics. <laughs> And then you seduced him. Yes. 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 Uh, you tried to seduce me, Mrs. Robinson. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, Carol Burnett is trending. Uh, Jody's mom. It's fine. You know what? Our nerves cannot take this right now. She's fine. It's every people just saying fantastic things about her. Yeah. <laughs> and so is Terry Gar. She's fine. It's her birthday today. And okay. Rita Moreno. Rita Moreno. Is fine. It, She's it, her, her birthday. birthday. Oh, God, our nerves are very fragile. Oh, by the way, you sent me a piece about uh, psychiatrists talking about we're seriously going to have a... Mental breakdown. Yes, if Trump <laughs> is reelected, that we're going to be massive mental health issues. Yeah. Aren't there already? Mm. The, okay. pol- the polls are kind of going in the wrong direction. I don't want to say that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Like two more came out this you know, morning, and I'm like, that's so... Oh. Them with the ice planet hoth. <laughs> All right. Again. By okay. the way, I there's this is why. Wait, where is it, Jody? Sorry, I, I don't I, know. I had it's a weekend, so I had her print all of Twitter. Oh, okay. Not too bad. <laughs> no, it is hard in the, to try strike the right right balance mm-hmm. mentally, emotionally, mm-hmm. politically, because you you know it just uh, okay. Because you can, there is story after story about how polls are complete bull. And every poll's been they wrong have been with every presidential time. election for a long time, and we're way far out. But I, Palmer Report always calms me. He says, you know, the more obvious it becomes that Trump is finished, senility, prison, the more his handlers try to cover for it by leaking scary things about what he'll do when he's magically in charge again. The goal is to paralyze you with panic and fear. Don't take the bait. Yeah. Um, it's just, I want us at the right level of fear. <laughs> right turnout you know i don't want us to think oh you know this could never happen because it could it, it could happen mm-hmm. if our friend judy tenuta told us anything it anything could happen, could happen. Mm-hmm. i warned you oh, before, shut up. before 2016 you've been wrong for about everything for a thousand yes, years but i warned you in 2016 before i left yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you traitor you deserter no one listens to army deserters <laughs> I have to. He knows what. Oh, all right. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, Norm Ornstein said Ken Paxton is monstrous, but so is a Texas legal system that lets him go free for years yeah. after felony indictments without a trial. The fact that it's that guy mm-hmm. who, by the way, oh, Texas, we have to just, you know, <laughs> you and he asked Wendy Davis. She lost to him for governor yeah. and uh-huh. to what's his name? Chip Roy for Congress. Mm-hmm. And I, I just. Again, it's not one of the... I always feel, too, like it's not necessarily just a red state. It's a voter suppression state. And Victor Shear, little stem cell baby, wrote another great piece about just the voter suppression efforts and how just blatant they are about how... what On what... For what reason would you not be able to vote with a student ID? Because they know that young people vote Democratic. That's Mm -hmm. the only reason. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, but just their efforts to try to, you know, to... to Get a gun license. Just get a gun license, whether you need a gun or not. Just get one of those. Yeah. It says everything you need to know. You can vote with a gun license, but not a student Mm -hmm. ID. And by the way, as I recall, because it wasn't that long ago, of course, I was in school. Uh Uh-huh. It was only 20 but it's, years. I, I think it's your not, 1982 transcripts say differently. What? Excuse <laughs> you. Was I was, and you mean my preschool <laughs> transcripts when I was two years old. She was a prodigy. Here's how old I am. <laughs> I actually had to ask my girlfriend yesterday how old I am. Because oh. I don't, because I lie so much and I don't, and I'm old and I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I found out. Don't worry. Okay. Fact check. You know, you probably have a driver's license or a passport. Right. That has that, that information yeah. for yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, would you like another <laughs> charming story about my fantastic life? Uh, so speaking of my girlfriend, you know how when you wake up in the morning, 
And, you know, your partner's looking at you, and I assumed, you know, I assumed it was going to be, oh, you're so beautiful in the morning, or I love you, I missed you all night. I swear to you, you know what my girlfriend said? She said, I smell death. I swear to God, what? I don't, I smell death. I, she's, I was like, what? Do you mean yeah, I'm going to die or you want me? You at every turn. <laughs> ah, yeah, there it is. Death. You know, at my age, the mind starts playing tricks. So, okay. ah, <laughs> Oh, where were we? Death. Like, I need that at my age. Lonnie calls me elderly. Oh, does he? That's nice. Mm -hmm. Is That's he younger nice. than you? Yeah. I okay. got to see uh, I got to see Jody and Lonnie. They came to the party for Fran and Bill of... A friend and Bill. Fran and Bill. They moved oh, to Fran Asheville. There are friends from here, and they're good friends now with Von Seal, who lives in Asheville. Oh. Who is who helped us get Wendy Davis on this morning? It's a whole circle and of Von stuff. Von Seal makes the best creme brulee oh, ever. Oh, like like eleven billion kinds. Yes, her at Bouchon just in Asheville. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's her fantastic. Divine. Yes. Okay, where was my going back I don't to my know. story? No, I don't. I don't. Death, I was like, "What? You, you want me to die? Do I? You think I'm going to die? Why did you smell Who? like death? No. Well, she wasn't saying I do. She said, "I don't. It's just a thing my mom and I have always been able to do." And I, she goes, "It doesn't necessarily mean you." It just. I was like, "What? What? You and your witchy mom <laughs> smell death? What? What? I don't." She goes, "I don't know. It's just a thing. Could Perhaps be anybody. There's a Could flower. be anybody." I was like, well, I, I, "Do you have a, a orchid by any chance? No. Not living anymore? No." <laughs> She doesn't keep plants in this house. I don't either. I so if it doesn't meow or bark, it's not getting water. Right. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, that was my weekend, except that I got to I got to uh, socialize with Jody and uh, Lonnie, the skinniest, prettiest couple in the universe. Did you see my my dark plan was to feed you pizza so I, that I, I could had win the slices. weight competition? What? I had two slices. I had three. See, I'm always going to lose. You'll always lose. Yeah. <laughs> I will always beat you. You learn not to compete with me. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. You uh, should learn not to compete with me. I always win. Ha! <laughs> mm. 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 All right. So, to review, coward. He is a yes. coward. He has always been a coward in every single I area of his life. Puss. Of course, he chickened out of uh, testifying in New York trial, and he's uh, going down anyway. Oh, yeah. Going down. It's just so he, all he can talk all his on the you know yeah. courthouse steps, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, okay. What else is happening? Oh, I you know what? Did I I didn't even realize Moby has a podcast, which means every single person on this street has That's a podcast. podcast right. Stein. <laughs> but he had Hunter Biden on his podcast, uh, which means he was. You can't do a girl a solid. Send Hunter down to. The houses? Was it was he in person or I was he was via remote. Zoom? Like I there was, was a picture. Remote. I looked like they were. Just, no, should have a word with that. Moby. It's easy to do. Anyway, it sounds fantastic. Uh, good for Hunter Biden for calling uh -huh. uh, James Comer's bluff. Of course, they don't want this, you know, in public because you know they can talk all this again on the steps afterwards and say all this ooh boogity boogity stuff that happened that mm -hmm. didn't, right. you know, and so it's. But anyway, it's just like everybody says, if his last name wasn't Biden, there is no way he would have been charged right. for any of this. It's it's insane for taxes you've already paid back. Yeah. No I mean, one gets... Pri 
It's okay. fines and fees. I mean, yeah. that's what it is. Right. And so anyway, but uh, he and Moby are both recovering from addiction. That's where they met. And so that was part of what they talked about. But this was, I thought, so sad. What he said on Moby's podcast, he said, what they're trying to do is they're trying to kill me, knowing that it'll be a pain greater than my father could be able to handle. And so therefore destroying a presidency in that way. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? That's what I said. And I said that a while ago. Are they trying to make him relapse? It seems like it. Yeah. I just they don't care what happens to him at yeah, all. Yeah. Uh, Hunter uh, told Moby he felt sorry for his political antagonists, uh, mentioning Marjorie Taylor Greene, who, you know, waved his D-picks on yeah. the floor of Congress. He said, I realize it's not about me. And then the second thing I realized that these people are just sad, very sick people that have likely faced trauma in their lives. They've decided that they're going to turn into uh, into an evil that they decide they're going to inflict on the rest of the world. Um, it's interesting. Moby said, if you can find compassion for the Paul Gosars and Lauren Boberts and Marjorie Taylor Greens and Carrie Lakes of the world, you're a far better person than I. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's got his higher power is very well with him. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> Empathy. Check yeah. into it. Yep. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Anyway, all right. So we have a lot to talk about. We have Rude Pundit, who has a really interesting take on, uh, yeah. you know, uh, obviously anti-Semitism on campuses. And the, the uh, is it the Penn president that just resigned? Did, yeah. uh-huh. He has, a, I, as a, you know, not just a, Professor, but a department, department chair. Head. He had, yeah, he has. I know. Can you believe that filthy hobo runs up anything? They gave him some power. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he has some really smart. Honestly, can we see if we can keep him longer? I forgot to ask you that. I have, he has a lot of stuff to say. It's really I know. good. I, like, I gave you a book teach, to read this If he morning. doesn't have to go teach class, maybe. <clears throat> he has no class. Trust me. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> I've had labia sushi with him. What? Hmm? Okay. Moms of labia. Yes. <laughs> yes. He calls that Moms of Liberty. Moms. Of yeah, Liberty. I know, I know. But tying that to the sushi God, you had together? There is no dearth of crazy on the right, I tell you. Yeah. Can I ask something? Is this, I? because you know me, I would never go this low. But so, Cash Patel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, dear. Just saw him on TV. Is it, now, does he have that? Because remember Mrs. Thornton in my high school had the one eye that the, went, you the know. The janky eye. Tip, yeah, do you have the janky eye sound of it? Just right, the one eye. Right. Is it one of his eyes or is, you know, or like Sarah Huckabee Sanders has the one eye that has, you know. I think Cash Patel is Marty trying Feldman to, eyes. Trying to escape her soul. What? Cash Patel is Marty Feldman eyes. Yeah, is it both of them? Is it like, is it the crazy kind that's making is. both of them bulge yeah. out? Because yeah. I don't want to say anything if it's physical because we're liberals. You know, like Barbara Bush, you know, before she posed for the Quaker Oats thing, like she, and but it was a thyroid thing right she would scooch her butt on the oval office rug and so you didn't want to say anything because it was you know caused by the stephanie miller show would like to apologize for stephanie miller asking (laughs) it those cash patel eyes are are they on like yeah like the comedy glasses on springs is it the crazy that's making them pop out could they figure out one direction to go all right we'll talk I'm you're not encouraging mean. You're being mean to Cash Patel. <laughs> he is a fascist. Are you kidding? He's talking about rounding up She's journalists and killing prison, them. Obviously. Really? And I'm talking about his eye on a slide whistle and I'm a monster? <laughs> Round up journalists and kill them. <laughs> but you're the monster. Just because I mentioned, I know it's rude to mention Barbara Bush and her butt scooching. But listen. You gave me... It's not like we didn't all experience it. You gave what? me a vision in my mind's eye that I do not want in there of yeah. Barbara Bush scooching her butt on well, the she, Oval Office carpet. I apologize. She had a, a thyroid thing. So I, if Cash Patel... I apologize if he has something that's... There's that that's, eye thing that people have that their yeah. eyes... TDI. Yeah. Yeah. He thyroid... Thy, thy, 
A TED. TED. Yes. Yeah. Thyroid eye disease. That's oh, what it's called. Then it gives you only one. There's a commercial for that. Yeah. Well, only one. There's one medication. good eye. There's, yeah. All right. See, I dragged you down to my level. They 21. For it. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. You got the kind of lover and he's so smooth and give me your heart and make it real. Let's forget about it. Wow. Rude Pundit coming up in uh, just a couple of minutes. And uh, former Texas State Senator Wendy Davis, who better to talk to this morning? We're so excited uh, to get a chance to talk to her with this uh, uh it's almost, I, I can't believe what I'm reading anymore, Jody, in 2023. Yeah. The Texas Supreme Court on Friday night put on hold a judge's ruling that approved an abortion for a pregnant woman whose fetus has a fatal diagnosis. So, yeah. It's just, it's horrific and yeah. wrong. Yep. Uh, Karen in Chicago. Hello, boo boo foo Hello. Hello. Good morning. I love your top, and I am the Thank listener you. that sent that to you from Andersonville. Oh, oh. Uh, did I say a listener? Some rando. <laughs> Karen Chicago. I mean. <laughs> I have this one from um, you. I have coming up on a hard break. I have official Chicago Steph head. I have many. I have an array of shirts from yeah. my boo-boo-foo. Go I ahead. Love, I love, yes, I love when you wear those. Thank things. you. Um, okay, so I just want to say thank you so much for talking about this. For every single story in the media that we're seeing, there are hundreds of others that are like it. This is absolutely the number one issue on the ballot, aside from saving our democracy, which ties into the whole thing. Yeah. Um, well, it's all about you know, freedom. So yeah. I, but it is all about freedom. And I understand that there are young people out there that are understand what's at stake. There are also, though, young people out there that um, are being fed a lot of misinformation. We yep. have. We concluded the 10th week of our trial against Donald Trump, the Trump Organization, and other defendants. Over the past few days, we continued to hear testimony from the defendants' many expert witnesses. And one of these experts admitted that the valuations of some of the properties on Donald Trump's statement of financial condition were neither proper nor reasonable. Another one of their experts is a member of Mar-a-Lago, Donald Trump's private club that he continues to claim is solely a residence. In fact, this witness testified that he was at Mar-a-Lago when he ran into Donald Trump, who asked him for help with an issue in New York. That issue was our lawsuit. Go Tish, James. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Uh, yes, Trump chickened out of uh, testifying today after we just played Alina Haba saying he absolutely would because the one that... Thank you. Mm -hmm. She said, uh, people who are afraid cower. Donald Trump does not cower. So what is he doing currently? He's cowering. Is he cowering? He's cowering. Currently as we yes. speak. Katie Fang said, uh, for those asking, chickened out is a universally recognized legal term. What <laughs> a loser. Bah, bah, oh, there they are. Bah, there they are. Bah, I picture that chicken Trump bah, bah, sketch. Bah, bah, that horrible yellow suit. Hmm. Those are he and his lawyers. Okay. Hey, there's a lot going on. Let's get to our filthy hey, hobo. Ruth. Don't say things bad. You're on Steph's show. You're not on Twitter. Let's out of 
Rudeness. Hi. Good morning. I'm going to have sexy, gravelly voice today. So. Oh, you got a little yeah. sniffles. Not the not the COVID, right? Not the vid. No, I I, yeah. I tested twice. I'm okay. all, I'm I am COVID free. All right. So, okay. Yes, I better be after you know all those uh, all those vaccinations. Yes. <laughs> um. So let's talk. Speaking of, we have so much to get to here, but I just on the whole. Uh, obviously issue of the day this just i don't even know what to call it atrocity going on in texas um uh, the tennessee holler said texas is arguing both of these cases simultaneously make that make sense hashtag force birth nation texas supreme court pauses ruling that allowed pregnant woman to have an abortion and the other headline is a prison guard says she was forced to stay at her post during labor pains texas is fighting compensation for her stillbirth um and you just said gilead was always led by hypocrites I, I just keep saying that we are we are at Gilead. Do not pass go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, and and if you and you know the leaders of Gilead always went to see the Jezebels, you yeah. know, even though they kept proclaiming that they were, you know, that how, how impure that kind of sex was. Yeah. But the other thing about that second headline is that in the in the lawsuit there, Texas is claiming that a fetus is not a person, and therefore they don't have to give compensation. Yeah. My God. So it's nightmare. just we're going to talk to Wendy Davis in just a bit. But I, I hope there is some saving Texas because I, you know, saw an old clip of Ann Richards today and, you know, one of Molly Ivins. And I thought, you know, there is such a proud tradition of amazing women from Texas, including Wendy Davis, that I hope yeah. I hope Texas can be uh, saved. Let's just say. All right. Let's talk about uh, you are because I know d- despite our shock, you are not just yeah. a professor. You are a department chair which i am a department chair of a of a very large department yes. 130 faculty members so startling, wow. startling. I, I do have yes. a little bit of power in this world but you know you have an interesting perspective obviously on all this well first of all i think as you sort of said these is it the president penn just resigned i mean they really did kind of whiff their testimony <laughs> I mean, it really yeah. was, oh, it was but you but he, you argue they're playing into you know i love the way you said it you said if you don't think house republicans have begun an investigation into disciplinary procedures and learning at university of penn harvard mit which will unfold over the coming months isn't some chilling uh you don't understand republicans they've been waiting for the chance to gut higher education that's that's exactly it isn't it yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you have Christopher Rufo out there going on the attack again. You have uh, Elise Stefanik saying one down, two to go. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, it's like, you know, you're never going to understand unless you are part of academia, what a code of conduct actually means. There are rules that have to be abided by, by both the the students and the administration. And th- there is a lawsuit waiting if you don't follow those rules. And that's what those presidents were reacting to Yeah, uh, with the question they were given. Well, you have such an interesting thread on this. If you're on threads, follow Rude Pundit because, you you know, you wrote a whole story about, uh, well, you can, st- I'll let you tell the story about what happened in one of your classes. But um, you said, you know, when you tell me that you want to punish students for being, stu- for saying, believing stupid, uh, terrible you're telling me that you're refusing to educate them and then you might as well close up shop so talk about you said <laughs> so you were teaching a drama class in the 1990s you read streetcar named desire uh and if you don't know blanche is raped by stanley <gasps> spoiler alert what uh when yeah he- sorry sorry and you don't really get that from the brando version you get yeah. it's implied right yeah but if you see well i start as 
as the nurse in Streetcar Named Desire at the Edinburgh Theater Festival, so I have a deep did, understanding did of you. Did you? Did yes. you? You were the kindness of strangers? Okay, Jody, you were. Let's not let's not talk about the quantity of <laughs> you know what? Let's talk about the quality of my delivery of Blanche. Well, what, 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 time. what was your line? Blanche, it's time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you have so a you good said... strong grip on Blanche when you were doing that? I yes, I so. had to pick her up. And yeah, her. yeah. Because yeah. the spotlight followed us dramatically. So you, were, right, you were the kindness of strangers. You were. Yes, I was. <laughs> I was taking Blanche to the loony bin. Okay. <laughs> that was kind of you. You said. We can always depend yes. on you, Stephanie. Don't undersell yourself, Stephanie. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, even then, my <laughs> drama professor could see the deep kindness in me. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so you said... Uh, uh, even uh, when we discussed that moment, over half the class of 30 men and women defended Stanley, saying Blanche was asking for it by flirting with him. I did not report the students for having abhorrent beliefs. We discussed uh, consent and the implications of what they were saying. So just take us through. I'm going to read the whole thread, obviously. Yeah, so, so, so yeah. yeah, I didn't report. We had this great conversation in class. Everybody spoke, men and women. Yeah. There were some people that, that did think that what they believed was abhorrent. And, you know, we had this discussion about consent and and all kinds of things. And I don't know if any minds were changed, but it was a fascinating conversation. And I compare that to something that happened in another class, yeah. which was that a student was responding, writing a response to a poem that we had read. And it's even worse than what I said. The poem was about Emmett Till. Mm. And, uh, and the student said Emmett should have done something if he was going to die anyway and by the way here's this specific student in the class this woman and this young woman in the class yeah. that this student writes that he wants to rape and and i and that was that to me was all right red flags flares going up yeah and i went to both my department chair at the time and the dean of students and the student was removed from the class which is what should have happened but, and so to me it's yeah. the difference between having a terrible belief and making a specific threat yes and, yes and how we respond to those things and what what pro- what provides us an opportunity to teach versus the safety of the students yeah it's interesting the way you said it, it you said if we merely uh, the students in the first class believe something that was absolutely chilling but if we merely react with condemnation and punishment we aren't teaching them the student in the second class was a direct threat to another student the hell with that now you can criticize the first group of students but young people say and believe stupid terrible uh done right university education can at least get them to see the other side of an issue if if not outright transform them so you know, in your larger piece, you just sort of wrote about Republican strategy. Um, you just said, you know, to equate a 19-year-old chanting from the river to the sea with actual Nazis doing actual Nazi in this country. This is, you know, the false equivalency that you write about that Republicans are trying to do. You say Republicans have a Nazi problem. The Texas GOP voted down a prohibition to the party associating with those, quote, known to uh, espouse or tolerate anti-Semitism, pro-Nazi sympathies, or Holocaust denial. We all we, we all saw the people that they called very fine people in Charlottesville. So yeah. you're right; it, it allows them to have false equivalency, right? To say yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or to just simply say, you know, look, it's as bad on the left as it is on the right, and you know, it's frankly not. Um, I mean, it, it's it, there has been a surge now 
in the uh, as as um, you know, but but a lot of anti-Israel rhetoric is being conflated to be anti-Semitic, and there are people who do believe that if you're anti that if you do not support Israel in this war, that you are being anti-Semitic. That that is an argument. Yeah. Nazis are not an argument. Nazis existed to uh, in part to get rid of Jews. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm not I, I'm not trying to uh, to in any way devalue or uh, or the, the people that are arguing that there is anti-Semitism going on on yeah. college campuses right now. Well, I think what she was asked, the president of Penn, right, was like he's calling for the genocide of all Jews. <laughs> hate speech or whatever. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that it is. And I think her equivocating is what, you know, made it a well, kind it of was, a disaster. It was what is, how does it, how is it affected by the student? How, in what way does it follow the student conduct guidelines or does it uh, in some way infract on those student conduct guidelines? Right. Which, right. which again is going to be dry and legalistic. And that's what they are taught. That's what the presidents of, of universities are taught to do because you are trying at all times to avoid a lawsuit. Right. And, and unfortunately outside of the uh, uh, academia, it sounds dry and legalistic when it calls for empathy and understanding. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just for those of, (laughs) for those of us that have read bunches of books and gone (laughs) to school, in red history it is terrifying you know what feels like you know could help usher in fascism which is you know kids calling joe biden genocide joe and saying they're voting against him because they don't like what's happening in the middle east as if it's his fault and you know the fact that we could literally sleepwalk into fascism and religious theocracy uh, based on as you say some kind of pretty stupid beliefs right yeah yeah, and the, but I would also argue that very specifically here we are talking about colleges right. and colleges where, you know, you are supposed to take the speech that students have and use it as a means to educate and uh, and, and with your own speech as a professor, especially, or as right. a fellow student even. And to me, there there is something different there because of, and I, I don't want to sound like the president of Penn, but because of context. Again, I am not saying in any way, you say that Jews deserve de- genocide. Right. That is a BS that needs to be right. condemned. Yes. But, um, but I also think it's an opportunity to try to reach out to students and say, all right, let's talk about where this is coming from yeah. and what exactly you think you're saying. And they're 19, yes. 18, 19, 20 year olds. They have agency. They can do, yeah. you know, and my obviously point they're is, adults. Yes. But... My point is, whoever you hate, Jews or Muslims, your home is in the Republican Party, yeah. not the Democratic Party. And you, in this piece you wrote about, you know, Republican strategy, make everyone think Democrats are just as effing awful as they are. You said uh, they know the GOP ban is tarnished with insurrection, hatefulness, the stink of Trump. But rather than to change or kick Donald Trump to the curb, which would be hard work involving convincing the idiot hordes of MAGA drones to stay on board without their orange idol or shifting policies to reflect what the majority of Americans actually believe on things like guns, abortion, and more. They're saying, F it, let's just F S up instead. It's what we're good at. And you said uh, they've decided that the way to, best way to win in 2024 is do everything possible to drag the image of Democrats down to their level and then rub some S on it. Oh. I, I mean, that that's absolutely it. it and yeah. there is there has never been less equivalency between the two parties. 
Yeah, let's let's make sure that Joe Biden has an impeachment on his record. You know, yeah, let's, let's yes. we got to have that. Right. We got to balance Based on that. nothing. Balance right. the impeachment. I love we your gotta, line. You said Speaker Mike Johnson, who always looks as if he's contemplating the next boy he'll keep in the cellar for a while. Oh. I would just like to, to 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 point out that that implies that there have been previous boys in the cellar. <laughs> it does. But, you know, the, you also make a good point about them labeling any kind of protest or anything on the left as an insurrection. So it's like, oh, see, we're, they're all insurrections. Oh, the guy going out the wrong door and the fire alarm went off. That was an insurrection. I mean, it's... it's an insurrection, yeah. yeah. We need to arrest him just like the insurrectionists. Yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, you picked up on a, a Liz Cheney on the uh, Fresh Air saying repeatedly she was devoted to preventing a second Trump term. Then Terry Grossstaff, she would vote for Biden if Trump is the nominee. Cheney deflected and would not answer the question as if there was any alternative. Frankly, that tells me all I need to know about Liz Cheney. I mean, it is interesting, right? She's calling it the five alarm fire. It is. But, you know, it implied is she'll vote for some other fascist Republican if, if Trump's not the nominee. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's obvious, but it's not it's not even that she she's she she says she won't vote for Trump. But and some people have said, well, she wants to wait, make sure Trump's the nominee, blah, blah, blah. And I say, why not start telling Republicans you need to get your head around voting for Joe Biden? You need to start that now. You're going to have to vote for Joe Biden if you really want to prevent a Trump presidency. Yeah, exactly. Um. By the way, I don't know who I'm, I don't know if this is Mike Johnson or it could be any rando on the right. But you uh, you're retweeting. Uh, he called LGBT people a cult that promotes unholiness, unrighteousness and immorality in our nation. He expressed hope that in 2024, Americans will reelect Jesus to be on the throne here again in our country. He believes uh, Rapert is his name. Oh. That's a weird oh, late name. Yeah. Believes uh, fetuses have constitutional rights and that abortion is worse than slavery and the Holocaust. Oh, I who which guy is this? I don't <laughs> I, sorry, I, uh-oh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I stuck me into coughing. Um, I believe that was Mike Johnson. I believe oh, that yeah. was Mike. Yeah. Well, anyway, you said someone dig up this guy's yard or check his crawl space. I'm pretty sure that's where he keeps the bodies of men he had sex with and then killed because the voices in his head told him to. Yeah, I. Um, anyone that says, you know, I God talks to them at night and tells them they're Moses and I don't... What, didn't he say he woke up like God, I made a list of things God uh-huh. told me to uh-huh. in the middle yep. of the night? Yep. Yep. We're yep. out of milk, eggs, and cheese also. You shall be Moses in Congress. You know, I just love you could say if somebody came up to you and said, you know, a little a, a, a leprechaun came to me in a dream and told me all right. of these things. And now right. we must do them. You'd look at them like they're crazy. But if you say, you know, your invisible sky daddy came to your bed and whispered sweet nothings in your ear, everybody's supposed to go, oh, my God. I, oh. Wow. Yes, this is revelation. This is prophecy right here. Oh, it's terrifying. All right. Well, listen, uh, best of luck to you, you filthy hobo. You run in your department and whatever it is you do. I don't. It's all You know, I don't even actually know what I do, so. (laughs) That sounds like academia. (laughs) Can I call you, Blanche? It's time for you to go. (laughs) Goodbye. Say your line. Say your line. Rude. It's time to go. I know it's a tad silly, but the crew really likes it. It's the Stephanie Miller Show.
57 minutes after the hour. Oh, dear God. How many, how many pages is the statement I'm sorry. from the bassinet? I'm to read no. that all before the end of no, the hour. No, I'll get to it. It's, you uh, put it uh, in the file 13. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, okay, I've, there's a couple more <laughs> I know. get to yet with Ruth Pundit. I've got, I've got a lot going on. And we got Wendy Davis, former state senator, and uh, Shiro uh, coming up in just a few minutes. 58 minutes after the hour, Stephanie Miller's show. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Because I've still got a lot of fight left in me. We also heard from an accounting professor whose fees are paid by Save America, Donald Trump's political action committee. He testified that the value of Donald Trump's triplex was inflated. On that, we can agree. But he also had a lot to say about Donald Trump's statements of financial condition, even though he has not prepared a financial statement since the 1980s. Donald Trump can continue to try to distract from reality. He can continue to call me names. But as the judge said today, the standard is truth. And the truth is on our side. Go on, Tish James. Yeah. Uh, in case you hadn't heard Donald Trump, chickened out of uh, testifying today. Oh, he, he did release a very lengthy. Uh, Kaluka tweets, uh, the only way I can handle the world is the, uh, accompanied with fart jokes. Not to mention, Steph does the best impression of the one who won't be named that doesn't hurt my brain or give me the runs. That is my oh. service. It is my service it to is. America. And may I just say, God bless you, sis. God bless. It's your service to stop United everybody up so that they don't. This would be his. It's his Paul Harvey Thursday yeah. page one, page two. He actually says that. Yeah, right. Is there the rest of the story as well? Yes. Uh huh. Okay. This would be the statement from the bassinet yeah, of, of the, the 45th uh, president. Mm-hmm. About why he's. Page one. Statement of the 45th president of. <laughs> Oh my God! Is he listening to the show? Seriously, he has yeah. statement of the forty-fifth president Donald J. Trump. As everyone knows, I very successfully conclusively testified in the corrupt Biden-directed New York State Attorney General's rigged trial against me. The world-renowned God. experts, highly respected bank and insurance executives, real estate professionals, as well as others, most honest and credible, have stated clearly and unequivocally that I and my very successful company did nothing wrong. My financial statements are conservative, liquid, and extraordinary. A top professor from NYU said if Mr. Trump were my student, he would get an A on his financial oh, statements. God. <laughs> All right, that's as much as I can get through, America. I don't blame you. I apologize, right, America, no. but There's okay. So that's and that's the guy who's being paid yeah. by uh, his uh, political action committee? Yes. Okay, okay. so that's an all-caps, two-page statement. Okie dokie. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, let me go to... Uh, Debra's been waiting so long. Hello, Debra. Welcome. Hello. Hey, how are you? Good, go ahead. All right. All Stephanie? Yes. Stephanie, abort the court with propine. Oh. What's that? He's doing a King of the Hill impression. Oh, okay. Propane, fantastic. Pro- propane accessories. Okay, fantastic. He waited two hours to do that. Okay, good. Thank you. 
I don't think you've ever seen an episode of King of the Hill, have you? No. Okay. <laughs> so you really? Didn't get any okay. Of that. Oh. Sorry. We have uh, Wendy Davis coming up in just a few minutes. Very exciting. Uh, Machine Pun Kelly said <laughs> Kate Cox can't make her own health care decisions because some people couldn't bring themselves to vote for, quote, the lesser of two evils. Don't tell me there's no difference between the parties. Tell her. Yep. Yep. Thank you. Uh, and Cliff Schechter, our alpha liberal friend, yes. said, I can't imagine a clearer message to women in Texas and across the country. The fetus won't survive, but Republican zealots torture Kate, dictate what she can do with her body as she suffers grievous physical and emotional harm every waking second. Remember in November, this is GOP America. Um, and one uh, cautionary tale from Mark Elias, who knows a thing or two about a thing or two about voting, said, you may believe that the likelihood of a Trump destroying democracy is low. You may think he will lose the election or that our system of checks and balances will hold him back. But what if you're wrong? Yeah. And then I see I go over to Palmer Report. He's like, everything's going to be fine. <laughs> they're just trying to scare you. The guardrails were damaged. Yes, they're Very rickety. So. They There's can't like hold... one of the rides y'all go on a thousand times a year, right? It's like the, those rickety rails that might... Okay. Just I, saying. I don't... I, what? What? You know, uh, what? there's, you know, like roller coaster accidents because the roller you know, coaster. How many roller coaster accidents have you heard of? <laughs> there's the movie on rides coaster, because the she... rails don't hold. Just go with me. You just because it's too close to home for you. That's why you don't want to. Roller coasters don't really have accidents. Okay. Whatever. Maybe rides. like one every rides. two years. There's, okay. Because the guardrails are weak or something they're, happens. I don't know. They're inspected every day. He's they just living in delusion because he goes to <laughs> theme parks every other day. So he needs to feel like. Nothing bad will ever happen. I call it a roller coaster. I don't even know that's. I call it a roller coaster too. <laughs> okay, Kevin in Indiana. Hello, Kev. Good morning, everybody. Yes. I hope that you guys are doing great. I'm a little bit uh, annoyed at all the uh, uh, the stuff coming out of Texas. I lived in Texas for a short time, mm -hmm. way back in 1969 and 70, and that place is so strange. Even back then. Yeah. So I just wanted to say it's been, you know, in the two years that I've been listening and watching you on Free Speech TV, it has been like a revelation for this blueberry in red state Indiana Aww. to just have a place where I can come and find sanity and rationality. Well, somewhat rational. A little man. bit. Uh, yeah, a little Ish. bit here and there. Yeah. But I just wanted to, <laughs> I just wanted to say, love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. You. Just remember, uh, as far as Hunter Biden goes, I'm a 35-year recovering addict. Yeah. Relapse is always a part of the state, uh, yeah. the, the, the uh, state of the process. Mm -hmm. So as long as he talks about it and keeps understanding, his self-awareness is going to keep him alive. Yeah. So, yep. Let's hope again, so. Let's let's send him some love and light because, uh, dear God, I okay. So uh, what are we, who are we calling him now? Comer Simpson. Yeah. I got nothing. Sorry. As he backs into the hedge. Yes. With his lack of evidence. Yeah. Mm. Okay, on with uh, uh, Jake Tapper. Oh, did I think Jake Tapper laughed in his face he at did. one point? Yeah, because I, he I said Biden. Yeah, yeah, he said Biden. Uh, right, right, it, and he laughed that he was it's indicted not, him to cover it up. Uh, to cover up, it was what? about uh, not being political or something, and then yes. Tapper laughed. Okay, and why not just jump at the opportunity to grill Hunter Biden on national television? Here's your chance. You know, you're you're the dog that caught yep. the bus. Here it is. This isn't about politics. It's not about theater. Uh, my job, I, I know the media, I know the media, and I like you, Jake. I know the media would like to have a big public 
public show, and that would be very yes, entertaining. It's, it's, but my it's job me is that not wants to the entertain. Public show. Yes, it's me. <laughs> what a doofus, yeah. Comer. Right? Yeah. Right. Like Jake Tapper personally wants right. any right. anything, but yeah, this isn't about politics. I mean, that that deserves to you deserve to have someone laugh right yeah. in your face. Yeah. Chris, who said the House Oversight Committee has been at this for years and they have so far not been able to provide any concrete evidence that Joe Biden personally profited from his son's hunter, uh, hunter's overseas businesses? Uh, Daisy Duck. No, that would be uh, Peter Ducey. Oh, uh, yeah. Fox News. Wow. Okay. Uh, here is more. James Comer. We believe that Joe Biden was directly involved in the termination. We believe this, Jake, because he admitted it on tape. That's that's. One crime. The entire. Uh, look, we look, look, believe- we'll get to the second in a question in, in a second. Okay. But just for our right. viewers' awareness, the entire Western world wanted Shokin fired. Like it wasn't just President Biden. The entire Western world, the European Union, uh, the G8. There was there were a lot of people, including Republican members of the House and the Senate, who wanted Shokin fired. It wasn't just like. Vice President Biden, you know, conspiring with himself. Thank you. Uh, one more, Jake. Can Tapper. you name one piece of evidence or testimony that directly and credibly, credibly connects President Biden to any of this proven misconduct? Proven. I can, I can name two. Okay. Uh, first of all, we, we believe President Biden committed a quid pro quo. Uh, when he leveraged a billion dollars of U.S. taxpayer money in Ukraine in exchange for firing the prosecutor, Shokin, who was investigating Burisma. Okay. (laughs) One more, Jake Tapper. Uh, Congressman, I'm not sure if you heard our interview with uh, Chairman Comer, um, but he said uh, that he thinks U.S. Attorney uh, David Weiss indicted Hunter Biden in order to protect him. Uh, because he's using the the, the lesser charges. What? Wow. Um, That's Comer. I couldn't really make uh, out much sense of it, um, <laughs> but I did want to give you an opportunity uh, as a Democrat on the committee to respond. Yeah, I mean, I think through that whole interview, what's up is down and what's down is up for Chairman Comer. Uh, the only reason I think Hunter Biden was prosecuted and charged with these crimes, which almost are never charged uh, for the gun charge and would be settled civilly for the tax charges is because of Chairman Comer and House Republicans undue and improper interference in an ongoing criminal investigation. You know, someone I heard someone make a great point that if you listen to right wing radio, almost all the ads are how you can get out of paying your taxes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, this is the party that thinks Donald Trump is smart for not paying his taxes, mm-hmm. thinks everyone should have a gun. So I, they're just their hypocrisy uh-huh. is. Yeah. Uh, Lindy Lee said Hunter Biden was indicted for taxes that he paid back. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jared Kushner walks free after exploiting American foreign policy to grift two billion dollars from MBS yeah. after embezzling millions from PPP and extorting mm-hmm. one billion from Qatar by threatening a blockade. You cannot make this up. I. Why do we play by two different sets of rules? I don't know. Why are we not going after uh, Jared and Ivanka in actual corruption Jeez. in government? I just I'm so tired of us like somehow, you know, trying to be fair when they they have no there is absolutely no there there. I agree. I uh, Black Knight said, I feel like criminally charging Hunter Biden for not paying taxes he paid back is the definition of a witch hunt and election interference. Thank you. Um, Another good point. Our friend Allison Gill. 
uh, said Roger Stone failed to pay $2 million in taxes, no indictment. Rudy Giuliani currently owes over $500,000 in back taxes and is also, quote, an addict that lives an extreme, extravagant lifestyle. Where's his indictment? Hunter has paid what he owed. This is vindictive and selective uh, prosecution. And one last one, George Conway said, I can't believe sleepy Joe Biden is so sleepy and weak that he allowed the Department of Justice to indict his own son, a real president like our beloved prisoner number 01135. <laughs> would have fired the attorney general and sent the prosecutors to Gitmo. Sad. Um, Stan Goldman, more on this. Uh, Chairman Comer may be a great farmer, Jake, but he has no idea what he's talking about with criminal law. I was a federal prosecutor for 10 years. There is nothing remotely close to a FARA violation or to money laundering. I don't think he knows what they are and certainly doesn't understand what would be required by that. And what was particularly noteworthy is I thought you asked a very good question to actually name evidence because every time Chairman Comer goes on TV, he makes bold accusations about all these crimes, 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 and they, 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 even though it's only Hunter Biden. Yeah, exactly. And one more, Dan Goldman. And the only piece of evidence that he pointed to was an, uh, the Burisma uh, issue where Joe Biden um, encouraged Ukraine to fire the prosecutor general Shokin. That has been proven up, down, left, right, every single which way to be completely bogus. And in fact, firing Shokin, who was not prosecuting corruption, was actually bad for Burisma and therefore bad for Hunter Biden. This is a house of cards with no evidence, and Chairman Comer just proved that to you. Thank you, Dan Goldman. Okay, and even over on uh, CNN calling BS, uh, Ellie Honig over there. No mention of Joe Biden, no reference to Joe Biden in the indictment. James Comer, of course, is seizing on this, and he says that Hunter Biden's corporate entities implicated by today's indictments funneled foreign cash that landed in Joe Biden's bank account. A little bit of sleight of hand happening here, though, because Comer's focused on the payments, the $7 million that Hunter Biden received. But that's not the crime. The indictment makes clear there is no charge. There could have been a charge of bribery if there was bribery. There could have been a charge of foreign lobbying if that was the case. There is no such charge. The crime here is the tax part of that. And I don't see any link in the indictment or even in Comer's statement to Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, Brooklyn Dad Defiant, our friend, said it is completely obscene that a woman needs to get permission from a judge to manage her own health care in the United States of America in 2023. Let's fix that in 2024. Uh, here, here. I cannot wait to talk to uh, Wendy Davis, former state senator down there in Texas. I believe she's working with Planned Parenthood now mm -hmm. um, and just was fantastic on TV yesterday. Cannot wait to talk to her about all that. She's your human antidepressant. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. This girl is on fire. Fire, fire. This girl is on fire. She's walking on fire. This girl is on fire. Yes, Sue in Rockville. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Um, you know, if anyone needs more motivation to vote. Can we remind people it's not just how, you know, each state has been passing 
enshrining abortion rights into the Constitution. But if we flip enough states, we can pass a heartbeat law. As long as a woman has a heartbeat, you can't tell her what to do ah, with her body. There you go. Ever. There you go. How about that? There How about giving women, you know, a heartbeat? Um, can I just add one other thing about what Rude was saying? Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Okay. So Rude makes an excellent point. You can be anti-Israeli policy. You can hate Bibi Netanyahu and believe he belongs in prison, like the overwhelming majority of Israelis and yeah. my family, etc. And you are free to protest. But the problem is that it is very, very quick to see what they call pro-Palestinian isn't anti-Israel. It comes out as flagrantly anti-Semitic. Poster after poster, shout after shout, is against the Jewish people, people right. which is Hamas's state. There's a difference. There is a difference. And that's where we find a problem. You're yeah. preaching hate, you're preaching murder, you're preaching genocide, whether you want to admit it or not. And that's why these university presidents are under fire. Yeah. Free speech is not absolute. And we just have to pay, and we, of course, as a Holocaust survivor child, we pay attention to that. Well, we see how quickly, and so the yeah. question is... I get that, that there's no a difference between a specific, specific threat to a specific yeah. person, like Rude was talking Who's about. But them? calling for genocide of Jews is a, it's a generalized threat. It's not a, to a specific person, but it's to, you know, a specific right. race, which, uh, okay, also Rude Pundit... Um, What's his name? What a, Senator Jubilee, Jubilation T. Cornpone. What's his name? John Kennedy. Yeah. yeah Madam uh-huh. Ann Flowers. That uh-huh. guy. Uh, he did some stupid tweet about what Kevin and Home Alone paid for milk, bread, yeah. toilet paper, etc. The same items now cost families 72.28 thanks to Biden inflation. Uh, Rude Pundit says minimum wage in 1990 was 380 an hour. Now it's 725 an hour. So while the groceries are more, the minimum wage hasn't even doubled. Uh, get your damn priorities right, Huckleberry Chuckle. Well, that was that was rude. Yeah. I like that nickname that better. Rude. Yeah, I, I think too. that was rude. Uh, yeah, Tom Nichols tweeted, what? Unemployment is 3.7. Inflation is 3.2. Cut in half from a year ago. No choice but to vote for the fascist, I guess. I mean, this is he was commenting on the U.S. adding 199,000 jobs in November. Unemployment rate fell to 3.7. I, I, don't, I don't know what else to say about facts and figures. T-Pain says, after months and months of solid jobs reports and positive economic growth, it's hard to imagine anyone wanting to return to a guy that lost 3 million jobs during his last yeah. term. I we just you know what I realized my um girlfriend talks to more MAGA cretins than I do and it, this they you know what they get one thing and they just keep repeating it she said all she kept hearing is Biden's old <laughs> like, that's all they got because that's all they and they just but they say it right wing radio Fox News over and over and over and it's like we're Democrats aren't we, I guess we just have to keep repeating what what the facts and the figures and the truth are about uh, Bidenomics or or anything else. 29 minutes after the hour, Wendy Davis, next. There's this idea that for so long, for months, uh, across the different networks, we're talking about recession, we're talking about soft landing. Uh, and, and I think we had this collective psyche in America that the economy was in poor shape. This economy, like I said, is going gangbusters. Wages are now outpacing uh, inflation. You know, you just talked about that with, with Larry earlier in the program. So these are all great economic indicators. We're leading the, the uh, industrialized world in terms of growth. 
Um, and again, I think to Jessica's point, you know, with the moms that she talks to and, and things like that, we've just got to bring that point home to the American people. Wow, that was on Fox News? Yeah. Good economic news seeped through on Fox News. Uh-huh. Yep. Some actual, uh, yep. wow, okay. Yeah. Some facts and figures stuff. Weird, that, right? Okay, fantastic. Jody, you know, I know one thing, and that is that girls, girls would want, I don't know if she's wearing her pink sneakers, but she has been my <laughs> shero since the beginning of, uh, of ever. Wendy Davis, former uh, Texas State Senator, thank you so much for taking time. There's no one I wanted to talk to more than you this morning. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on, Jody. Happy to be with you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, well, Von Seal in Asheville, our Thank beloved, you, is Seale. your friend. That was what connected yes. us. You all shout out to our dear friend Von Seal. Yeah, so your old uh, friends from Texas, Wendy. I, you know, it's so funny. I didn't want to talk to you before we went on because I, I started by just saying I can't imagine how you feel. You were obviously famous. Was it a thirteen-hour filibuster in your pink sneakers to stop? Uh, it was bill number five, right? But Yes, Senate th- bill number five. And, you know, that was back in the good old days when all they were trying to do was shut down most of our abortion clinics, right? Yeah, I just so. was going to say that was like 20 weeks or something. And this is all since then, Wendy, all the ground we've lost, including Roe v. Wade falling. I just I can't even imagine. What, well, let's start with that. What you felt the day Roe, Roe v. Wade fell. Well, we understood how bad it was going to be. You know, our state was one of several states that had trigger laws in place so that if Roe was overturned, abortion would immediately become outlawed in our state. And the only exception we have here, and I I wanna put, you know, big air quotes around the word exception, is to save the life of the mother. Unfortunately, that exception isn't even real. Um, And that's something that we can talk about a a little bit more, and I'm sure that we will. But we understood that the reality was going to be terrible. You know, there have been some high profile cases in the news. But one of the points I think to really press upon people who are listening is that this has had an impact on thousands and thousands of women and other people who can become pregnant in our state. And the impact is being felt in a way that is hard to even communicate fully. Wendy, I've said it many times, but I'm like, stop with the Handmaid's Tale jokes because we're there. I mean, the fact fact that Kate Cox now is over the weekend, again, a court is deciding whether she can have basic health care. She has a non-viable fetus. There's a chance she could die. She has two kids Mm -hmm. already. Like, how is that pro-life? Or she could not be able to to uh, uh, have kids after this if she's not allowed basic health care. And the fact that we're that Ken Paxton, who I, I don't even know what to say. I'm not even sure why he's not in prison already. But so he gets to decide he gets to. T- I mean, this is a party, as I was saying, that's just stop believing in law and order or the law applies to them. He's like, no, no, no I don't care what this judge said. You, you know, I'm going to deny you health care. I mean, it goes to the that basic principle of freedom upon which this country, one of the values upon which we were built. And the idea that a person in Texas who very much wanted to be pregnant and to give birth to a healthy child is facing the torturous reality that Kate Cox is facing 
and trying and struggling to make a decision that is right for her physically, that is right for her emotionally, that is right for the fetus that she is carrying to prevent suffering, that is right for her family, that is in accordance with her faith and her doctor's advice. The fact that Ken Paxton is standing in the examination room with her and saying, oh, no, against all of that, I get to decide. That is so antithetical to the idea of personal freedom and everyone in this country, you know, no, no matter where you fall on the partisan political spectrum, every yeah. one of us has a vested stake in pushing back when the state is allowed to intrude upon our personal freedoms. Yeah. In that this is not the small government party, Wendy. I mean, this this is um, I don't even know what to say what this is. It's just cruel. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I know you've spoken openly about having had non-viable pregnancies that you had to have abortions for. I mean, this is just, how is it pro-life to force a woman to have a non-viable pregnancy? It's hard to even describe for people who haven't been through it. As you mentioned twice, I've had much wanted pregnancies and in terminations. One, because it was an ectopic pregnancy. And let's just be clear here. When you have a pregnancy in your fallopian tube, if it is not treated and it ruptures, you will die. That is as as plain and simple as it gets for life of the mother. Um, The other situation that I face is very much like Kate's. I was further along in my pregnancy. It was in my second trimester. I was excited and planning for the birth. I had two other children at home. As a family, we were welcoming and hoping for the delivery of a healthy baby. And we were devastated as a family when we found out that I was carrying a fetus with a fatal fetal abnormality. It is the most torturous decision a person faces. And I was so emotionally distraught, as was my husband, as were our children. I cannot even imagine not being able to get the health care that I needed. I mean, it was hard enough as it was. And one of the bleakest or the bleakest period I have ever faced in my life. If I also had to do what Kate Cox is doing right now, and I just want to say an incredible Um, appreciation to her and send my love and prayers her way. Because not only is she facing this incredible turmoil, she also has become a spokesperson for how broken things are in Texas. She's had to be brave enough to file a lawsuit and to challenge Greg Abbott and Ken Paxton and Dan Patrick and all of the other far-right Republicans in our state who have decided that they belong in this decision-making, I, I just cannot even imagine what she's going through right now. You know, when I listen to you with all this passion and what we've always loved about you, just, you know, your heart and your brain and your, you know, passion for, uh, you know, for, for what's right. I, I These awful men you mentioned, and you've tried, you ran against Greg Abbott for governor, you ran against Chip Roy for Congress, just there's some awful men in Texas, but there's such a history of amazing women like Governor Ann Richards and Molly Ivins and you. 
Do you feel any hope for Texas? I mean, I feel like, you know, one of our, our uh, millennial or excuse not millennial Gen Z friends yeah. just wrote a piece about how Texas is a voter suppression state. They're doing everything they can to make sure you can't vote with student ID because they know that young people are not with them on any of these issues. Do you have some hope for Texas? I do because you know, what's the alternative, right? Yeah. And and hope without work is meaningless. We have to put the work in that's going to realize our hopes for what can happen in Texas. That's what I'm doing with Planned Parenthood Texas Votes. That's why I joined them. We have a very specific electoral strategy to reach out to and register people for whom this issue is of high importance and who will show up at the polls for the first time in their lives for many of them and who will express their outrage at the ballot box and i want to stress that our national elections are so important when it comes to trying to restore abortion rights but our state elections are so vital it's why we're in the position that we're in right now and what happens in texas our statewide elections happen every um, two year, every four years, but they're on the non-presidential cycle. And we have such low turnout in those midterm elections. If we had the same kind of turnout that we had in presidential elections, I truly believe that in the very next statewide election, we could turn things around, but we've got to do the work to get people voting at that level. And and as people that we live in a voter suppression state and it's tough, but we're doing the work to try to make sure yeah. that people can gain access well, and you have to people, I can't remember which awful Republican men, you have so many, um, <laughs> <laughs> who said, who basically openly bragged about that, you know, if they hadn't, you know, suppressed, I mean, I didn't say it that way, of course, but whatever it was, you know, knocked people off the rolls that Biden would have won in Texas, you know, but bragged about it, bragged about that, you know, if we hadn't, I mean, obviously they find ways to what, what did one judge say? You know, surgically target, you know, minority voters, young voters. Um, That's right. So let's talk. The other thing is, I, you know, I, I'm sure you've heard about this other case. Uh, black woman miscarriage results in felony charge. Um, that's the other issue of, you know, women of color and, and maternal health outcomes in this country are just disgraceful. But Brittany Watts is 33, a Warren, Ohio woman headed to a grand jury on charges that she allegedly attempted to discard the remains of her baby. She was handed a felony charge when she sat on the toilet uh, 20, after uh, 22 weeks of pregnancy and felt the baby pass through. By the time police responded to her home, they said the fetus remains were stuck in the toilet. They, they test they found that an autopsy found no injury to the fetus uh, the fetus had died before passing through the birth canal uh, Watts medical records show she visited the hospital twice before delivery uh, they said the fetus was going to be non-viable uh, and so now she's out on bond and faces a felony abuse of corpse charge I mean it literally does feel like we're living in Gilead you know this and this is she was told to just go home this is what women are told now just go bleed out or go do whatever you're going to do it is sickening that she was not able to get the care that she needed when she needed it it's sickening that she's being criminalized Mm -hmm. 
for not being able to get that care. It's sickening that she, I am sure, endured incredible emotional distress about losing her pregnancy. And it's sickening that she now has to deal with the potential of spending time in jail or prison as a consequence of what happened to her because she didn't get the health care that she needed. And, and, and what's, you know, a, an assault upon assault in all of this, as you just said a moment ago, black women suffer incredibly high maternal mortality rates in this country. We already have one of the highest in the entire developed world, and it's three times as bad for black women. When we are denying black women or any woman or any person who can become pregnant the care that they need and then turning around and vilifying them because they are suffering the consequence of not getting that care it should upset every one of us so much that we put this front and center of who and why we vote in every election going forward until we fix it yeah well i you know, it's almost, you know, you feel crass talking about it, Wendy, but you're right. It's like an election after election. The results are proving that, you know, it, women are not going to just forget about this. Women don't just forget about losing their, their bodily autonomy. And so, you know, I guess that's the silver lining is is certainly is driving results in state after state. Those that, you know, and, and I think you're absolutely right. This is going to be, I hope just a huge blue tsunami in 2024. I hate to say it, but all these horrible stories you and I are talking about are what's yeah. going to drive that because the yeah. reality of Roe v. Wade falling is, is you know, when Lindsey Graham is on tape a thousand times going, I've always been consistent. This is state right, state's rights thing. And then he's like, no, no, we need a national abortion ban. It's not a state's rights issue. It's always been about controlling women, hasn't it? It always has been. It always, always has been. And I think people are coming to understand that more and more and more. You know, and, and you said a moment ago something about all these stories and, you know, our hope that it will motivate the kind of turnout that we need to see to turn things around. Behind every one of those high profile stories are the stories of people who are suffering the consequences of abortion bans in states, yeah. 21 states across this country. Those are people who are kind of the silent sufferers here, but they know what their experience has been. Their family knows what their experiences have been. And I think the understanding about what the human consequence of these abortion bans look like is more widespread even than we really understand. Yeah. Yeah, it really is not just fascism, but but religious theocracy that that we're fighting against. That is the choice in in twenty twenty four. I think, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You know, and what's fascinating to me, I was just um, looking at a poll from this morning, and um, Donald Trump's position in the Republican primary in Iowa, and you know what it looks like he's gonna. Yeah. win with is the evangelical vote and it's just sickening to me it is. um you know to your point He's earlier the least christian that, person we have yeah. ever encountered in this country but yes it, go ahead yes you know and 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 the 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 term that is used by people of, of that perspective that purports to be pro-life 
I mean, I, I could spend an entire hour talking about how the policies and practices and personal choices of Donald Trump have been anything but pro-life. Oh, that's an hour I, I would like to book right now. When can you do it? <laughs> you know, everyone in, who's in power in our state, too, you know, it, it, it's just ridiculous that they get by with laying claims. And there's a lot election. of us, Wendy, that are still mad about being told we were being hysterical in 2016 and oh, yeah. they're their little lady, Roe v. Wade's never gonna fall. And yeah. those of us that knew exactly what was gonna happen and the Supre and how the Supreme Court does matter. And, you know, Mark Elias said it, we do not have the luxury. A vote for Jill Stein is a vote for Trump. A vote for Bobby Kennedy is a vote for Bobby Trump. Does. A vote for anyone other than Joe Biden yeah. is a vote for Trump. Yep. And we are That's in, right. yeah just terrifying territory listen if all else fails we will airlift austin out and bring it here to california are you <laughs> you know we need to be here we need to stay here because we've got to try to help everyone else who yeah. is here that's Tex my goal texas is lucky to have you wendy thanks so much for taking time thanks for us for it's such an important me. time thanks for covering this really appreciate you no worries appreciate you too wendy thank you thanks, wendy. there she right. goes oh yeah. 15. She's your human happy pill. Happy, happy, joy, joy, joy. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Okay. Christopher, who said, uh, he really is all hat, no cattle, talking tough until it's time to put his hand down when he usually folds. Mary Trump referred to it as the most unexpected reversal since the last time Donald reversed himself. Ron Popeil. No. Joyce Vance, our buddy, our pal on Trump. Chickening out. Who said, why not testify possibly because the specter of a candidate for the presidency being forced to take the fifth over and over on the witness stand during cross-examination is too much for even Trump to withstand. Judge Angeron has already found Trump and his company committed fraud. His testimony wouldn't change that. Most of what's left is for the judge to determine how much of his ill-gotten gains the company has to disgorge to the people of New York. Billy Mays. No, that would be uh, Joyce Vance. Trump knows he's lost this case. He's playing to a court of public opinion at this point. All right, then. Bye-bye. Loser. 58 minutes after the hour. Stephanie Miller Show. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. It's a resilient labor market, and President Biden is going to talk about this at some point today because these are good numbers for Bidenomics. 199,000 jobs added to the economy. That's a bit more than expected. There's resilience there. The, un the unemployment rate down to 3.7%. You'll tout that big time because you'll say that's Bidenomics at work. And that is historically a very low unemployment rate. Oh, dear. So, is that... Jim Barney. On Fox News? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. Actual facts and figures yeah. are seeping through to the t here. Someone else on Fox News. Hold Just on. as I look at those headline numbers, they look pretty positive to me. Uh, I have to say, Maria, and 
Um, so that's good news, especially that wage number, which is, a, which is a positive one. You know, in 24 of the last 27 months, we've seen wages running behind inflation. We're starting to see that reverse a little bit, which is good news. Wait, he was delivering this good news to Maria Bartiromo? Yes, yeah. who looked even more like a flounder. I think if it's possible, her eyes got even farther apart. I think so. Just out of sheer surprise what? that Bidenomics is working. Okay. You're mean to her. What? You she started is. the flounder conversation. That's true. Oh, well. I mean, she looks like a flounder. I just said Cash Patel has at least one janky eye that's gone rogue. It's doing something. To, I don't know. Maybe both of them are popping out because of the crazy. It's hard to tell. Okay. Repu Here's Republicanism cause, causes goofy eyes. Crazy eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle Bachman. They've got a lot of crazy eyes, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We were taught, I don't know. What? I'm always tortured about whether, you know, my my theory on polls. If they're good, I'll talk about them. Of if course. they're bad, they're both of course. this far out. Republicans do that too. But as some of it is, it really is so confounding and irritating, right? You were citing some voter stuff about just, you know, what we just played. This is even on Fox News. Uh -huh. People talking about how good the economy is and how great the numbers are. Mm -hmm. Historically. Yeah, I mean, a 50-year unemployment low, how do you spin that any other way? Mm -hmm. Trump lost 3 million jobs, mm -hmm. right. right? It's like, I, Biden has gained what now, 11 billion? I mean, it, it's, but we were just saying, it's like, I don't know what people's, I, I feel like the only thing Republic, the Republicans are good at just one thing, Biden's old, Biden's old, Biden's old. Bi and it's just, it's, it, it seems, because they have nothing policy-wise right, right. to yeah. get on him for, yeah. that's well, why. And I, I, I've been reading a couple of articles on why there's such a disconnect between yeah. the numbers and you know what people think. And some people, and I kind of buy this, some people um, are comparing their family's economic situation now to how it was before the pandemic. Before the pandemic, people were really doing well. Right now, things cost a lot more than they did before the pandemic. And there was a lot of sacrifice. Par partially because of Trump's disastrous right. ex ex response ex to the pandemic exactly. and then worldwide, right. you know. But right now, yeah. in you know this very moment, yeah. people don't feel as good as they did before the pandemic. Yeah. That is just a fact. Yeah, except that his record was I, awful even I, before the pandemic. Well, the, I his, know that, I know that. But By the way, here I just thought, speaking of COVID and facts and figures, mm -hmm. the German health minister, a doctor, warns COVID remains dangerous. It's not a cold you can safely catch every season. Right. Rather, it affects the blood vessels or weakens the immune system, which means it cannot be completely cured. Again, people just being immune to the facts that, that, that a million of us have died. Mm -hmm. I, my friend Steve that I bicycle with that most, you know, a lot of weekends, he just went to a funeral. Someone younger than us that just died of COVID. I, you know, my friend Karen couldn't come to the right. party this weekend because she's testing positive for after seven days now for COVID. But it's just the resistance to actual facts and figures means, what are we at now? Four, only 14% of us have gotten the new vaccine. And it's right. just, it's insane. But that article was saying that people don't pay attention to facts and figures. They pay, pay attention to their own personal to their fifis oh really well, the, yes your feelings crowd feels well, like this is feel like I, despite the fact that the that unemployment can, rate is, is i know half. i know i don't know that you can completely discount how people feel about their own family's economy i discount them uh, i award them zero points and may god have mercy on their soul chris who said a small little group of nutty people i only call them that because they are they're crazy they're like your drunk friend like once your friend's drunk there's nothing you can say to them that was Someone on Trump supporters. Who was? Uh, uh, Joy Mangano. No, Charles Barkley on Trump supporters.
I've been doing pitch people today. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. Okay. okay. Started with Who's... Ron Popeil. Oh, all right. Well, here's another opportunity for you okay. to be wrong. All right. Who said Mr. Trump is also an indicted criminal defendant and he must stand trial in a courtroom under the same procedures that govern all other criminal defendants? That is what the rule of law means. Who said that? Uh, 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 oh, God. Billy Mays. No. The judge in the uh, D.C. Circuit Court. Last hour. <laughs> Ruling. Andrew Weissman said notable D.C. Circuit Court leaves room for Chutkin to expand the gag order to protect the jury if needed going forward. Given if history's any guide, of course it's going to be needed because, of course, he'll start attacking the jury. Uh, and repeatedly notes the trial will be soon. Not a good sign for Trump's uh, claim of immunity from trial. Um, yeah, so... Uh, I don't really get, so the gag order was upheld, but it doesn't include the prosecutor, so you know he's going to start going nuts on Jack Smith again. Sure, I don't I, I don't understand why that's okay, but I, okay. Uh, oh, Ron tweets, since Taylor Swift and uh, Travis Kelsey. 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 Not Bone. Kelsey. Right. Got it. <laughs> started dating MAGA has been developing a conspiracy theory that the relationship is a psychological op created by Democrats. Oh, this is great to put them together to join their two fan bases to defeat their orange Jesus in 2024. Yes! It's true! The deep state we control, the Swifties. And the... What's that guy? Travis Kelsey. Is he a football player? What is he, Travis what, Kelsey? No, what's he do? He's a football player. Oh, right, okay. Kansas City. Yes, yes, yeah. it's all part of our plan. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of MAGA. You're asking me about sports? Yeah, what was that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. She should have turned to me. Save it for Charlie tomorrow. Yeah. It's all a plot, yes. Hmm. Okay. And we've also involved the Bayhive. Okay. Uh, Ron tweets, Nancy Mace has gone uh, officially gone full MAGA. She just broke off her engagement, is fighting with her fiancé over their properties, lost uh, six staffers who complained about her openly talking about her sex life in the office. Oh, God. Can I just say to quote Allie Alexander, she's kind of You talk about your sex life in the office? I beg it. Well, I don't have sex in the office. Oh, well, I do technically, but it's you a couple do. floors up. You, okay. you totally have sex in your office. Yeah, she you seems kind of hoary. I'm just saying she talked Hoar. about, you know, her boyfriend at a prayer breakfast. She's like, sorry, I'm late. I was you know, my boyfriend. I, Hoar. That's, right, Allie Alexander? Okay. Hoar. Okay. <laughs> so now she's broken off her engagement so she can be even more of a... Hoar. What? Hoar. In a totally unrelated story, Casey DeSantis... <laughs> Just asked uh, moms and grandmoms from around the country to come to Iowa and illegally participate in the caucus to support Ron DeSantis. Fact right. check, you have to be a resident right. of Iowa yeah. to participate. This is all they know is cheating, right. Republicans. They just told right. me. Because he's so unappealing, putting fingers, that I I just, I can't. Well, okay. I mean, uh, not sure the laws of, of caucuses, but like, can't people be in the room that aren't? Uh, since a caucus is so weird. Jay Rosen tweeted, Republican Senator J.D. Vance has asked Attorney General Merrick Garland if his department will open an investigation into the Washington Post columnist Robert Kagan for authoring a piece warning that uh, a Trump dictatorship is increasingly inevitable. Uh, Rude Pundit said, call Jim Jordan because this sure looks like weaponization of government. I mean, yeah. these guys are not around. This is... What's this crazy guy's Cash Patel? Right. He's talking about that, about rounding up. Yes, we're serious. We're going to round up uh, journalists, right? Mm -hmm. Let's round up people with crazy eyes. Yeah, well. <laughs> Although we did think that one, San, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders' one eye was uh, Quato. Yes. Was right. her, 
the twin that got absorbed that was right. trying to it had a soul that's trying to escape out of the one eye yeah yeah okay what? now she it's only has to... one good eye right right robert in chicago hello robert hey steph good morning Hi. um i i believe that texas is a lost cause um They've had numerous chances to change policy there, and both times they failed by not getting enough voters. They had a chance to get rid of Ted Cruz uh, with Beto O'Rourke. They had a chance to get rid of uh, uh, Greg Abbott for governor, and they failed. Mm -hmm. I, I just think they're happy with, with the way things are running. So it just breaks my heart that this is going on. I had cousins who moved to Texas a long time ago. They just moved back this past year because of those policies out of Texas. Yeah, and it, it's it's just it's just heartbreaking. Yeah, no, you know? it really uh, is. Like I say, especially with the history of great women like Ann Richards and Molly Ivins, and I just I, I have to I have to believe like everywhere else they are eventually going to lose the demographic and generational battle. They can only vote suppress so much, you know. I who was it? I got to Google it, Jody. Who was it? He literally admitted if we hadn't done X Y Z, Biden would have won Texas. Like meaning just you know the oh, number yeah. of votes. People they threw off right. voter rolls. I want to say that was Paxton, wasn't it? I think so. It There's been. a good like, do the Google machine. It works. Who in Texas? Okay, that? right. Okay, <laughs> thank you, Vicky in Chicago. Hello, Vicky. Hello, Vicky. Hi, guys. Hi. I I'm trying to find the name of this guy in Chicago, uh, who was a state's attorney in 1993, that tried to force a woman to have a cesarean section because there was a complication with her unborn baby her fetus yeah and she was very spiritual and she was actually in a catholic hospital and she wanted to proceed uh she was catholic she wanted to proceed according to her religious faith and according to another opinion medically she wanted to just take it easy and have the baby and here comes the cook county chicago state's attorney trying to force her to have an operation to take that baby out of her body against her will, against her husband's will. Um, it's always a man who is no relation by family, yeah. by medical care, or by even by religious uh, counseling trying to force this on a woman. And so many women are squeamish when it comes to abortion and claiming that right to autonomy. And they, it, I, I get so upset about this because... The person who will prevent a woman from having that autonomy when it comes to having an abortion if she wants it is the same one that's going to force other medical decisions, including forcing to have an abortion when that man decides that she should have it or forcing her to undergo a surgery against her will. Yeah. And I just, it, it we've got to get clear about what's at stake here. Yeah, it is... Uh remains astounding that we are in this position talking about these stories yep. and women having yep. to beg men that uh, they don't even know to let them have basic health care okay um so uh mitt romney was on uh, meet the press i try to avoid this at all costs <laughs> <laughs> but i you know anyone that has even you know iota in the republican party of saying of saying or doing the right thing is leaving right I don't. Uh, he, he still said he wished he could vote for Joe Manchin. I know. Oh, Jesus. 
Have you seen any evidence that President Biden has committed high crimes and misdemeanors? No, I, I, I don't uh, see any evidence of that at all. Uh, I think before you begin an impeachment inquiry, you ought to have some evidence, some inclination uh, that there's been wrongdoing. And so far, there's nothing of that nature that's been provided. So are you opposed to the impeachment inquiry? Well, if I were in the House, I'd vote against it, unless they were able to bring forward uh, uh, evidence that suggests that there, there were a high crime or misdemeanor that had been uh, committed. But so far, that hasn't been the case. Okay. Uh, yeah, like, did you see Kevin McCarthy said not only will he vote for Trump, but he would serve in his cabinet? Yeah. Just completing his pathetic circle. Yeah. Okay. Wrong. Fortunately, uh, for most people, we're not responsible for the misdeeds of our kids and grandkids and great-grandkids. Nothing in my family I'm embarrassed about. But, but uh, President Trump's, excuse me, President Biden's son, Hunter, is mm-hmm. obviously been a very unsavory person. And has had some extremely uh, damaging personal uh, uh, foibles, including a drug habit and so forth. Uh, that's not President Biden. And, uh, and we're not going to impeach someone because of the sins of their kids. Oh, my God. I know he's sort of saying the right thing, but what a snob. Did he just call Hunter Biden an unsavory? Oh, my goodness. He's an unsavory person. Unsavory. <laughs> shut up. Shut the up. <laughs> Car elevator. Dressage horse no. man. He's an unsavory person. We oh, certainly God. wouldn't want him at the country club. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. I just can't stand that kind of snobbery. Oh, Lord. Okay. Oh, please. Do I have to have more mittens, I guess? You know, when I was a uh, kid, there was something called a gumball machine. Oh, you could Jesus. put a penny in and a gumball would come out. It Still was have automatic. There was no yeah. filter. Put in the penny, out came the gumball. Donald Trump is kind of a human gumball machine, which is a thought or a notion comes in and it comes out of his mouth. There's not a lot of filter that goes on. Okay. Back when we had gumball machines and <laughs> far fewer unsavory people. <laughs> okay. I don't attach an enormous amount of impact to the particular words that come out and try and evaluate each one of them. I do think you can look at his record as president and particularly in the last months of his presidency and say, this is a dangerous approach. It's an authoritarian approach. That gives me far more concern than, than him uh, playing to the crowd as he did. Okay. I don't know why. It's just he always sounds, whether it's fascism, he just always sounds like he's, uh, the amuse-bouche was a substandard temperature. <laughs> and uh, that waiter seems somewhat unsavory. Could you have him fired? Thank you. Okay. <laughs> What? I don't. I know I have to break. Now that just got stuck in my craw. He had an addiction problem. He's not an unsavory person. Oh, you're such a snob. Okay, 21 minutes is, up. Is he as bad as Ann Romney? Oh, Stop it. Stop it. This is hard. You want to try it? Get in the ring. This is hard. <laughs> so warm. Okay, 21 <laughs> minutes. So warm. <laughs> get in the get in the ring like Rafalka. That's like my favorite show ever. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. (laughs) Stephanie Miller. Oh my goodness, the Stephanie Miller Show, where you can hear virtually every side of every issue, and someone will always be wrong, mostly Chris Lavoie. But uh, Greg <laughs> says, Steph, 
Uh, just to comment on the rude pundit discussion this morning, uh, Jewish students have been attacked and threatened or blocked in rooms on campus. Um, those physical threats that were happening when language is being thrown around calling for genocide is why it's problematic, not just an exercise in free speech, meaning uh, ugly speech. He made a lot of, I, I thought, really interesting points, though, but I, I think he, even he admitted the, the university presence kind of whiffed their testimony because they yes. were basically saying whether, ask whether students calling for the genocide of Jews violates codes of student conduct. I would think that's just a quick yes. Yeah. Calling for the genocide of anybody. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, but I get it. It's a slippery slope, and Republicans have been wanting to come after higher education for a number of, you know, uh, reasons beyond that. So, anyway. Uh, and Wendy Davis, has been, it has been uh, called the best segment ever on the Stephanie Miller Show. If you missed it, this well, is why God made the Steph cast, right. which is unbelievably reasonably priced, commercial-free. You can listen whenever you want. Michael in Oakland. Makes a great gift. Yes. yes. Hi, Mike. Hi, you know, the the Texas abortion case really highlights exactly why women have to have the right to a safe legal abortion. Yeah. And those are the and those are the reasons why are the what was cited and used as the reasons in Kansas and Ohio and hopefully in other places, which is here is a married woman who has two, two children. She's had two cesarean sections. Mm -hmm. She has a very complicated pregnancy where she will absolutely have to have a cesarean yep. if she to deliver and <clears throat> right there the government is forcing a cesarean on her yep. yes exactly. it's the least pro-life position yep. ever 29 minutes after the hour stephanie miller show to say America's a failing nation. Frankly, he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. I see shovels in the ground, cranes in the sky, people hard at work for building America together. Go on, Dark Brandon. Be president. Change the way people are able to live. Folks, all this project stands in stark contrast to my predecessor. He always talked about infrastructure weak. <laughs> Four years of infrastructure week, but it failed. He failed. On my watch, instead of infrastructure week, America is having infrastructure decade. Decade. Ha ha ha. Um, okay, I do, Jody, feel like I'm taking crazy pills. You are. <laughs> when people are like, oh, he's old, he seems decrepit and demented. And I'm like, I don't. I don't see that no, I in any that. speeches he gives. I, I, I can see him riding his bike. I, have you seen him do that standing leg stretch? I don't think I could do that. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like, uh, okay. Plus, I love this line this week. He, this weekend. He said, uh, only two other presidents in all of American history in the middle of wars, uh, North and South, didn't show up for the inauguration of the next president. My guess is he's not going to show up for, for my next inauguration either. Mm. <laughs> I like Dark Brandon, Joe. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, and he talked. He uh, took on his uh, January sixth behavior. He took on, uh, uh, you know, what people have called Nazi rhetoric. Um, so I, yeah, okay. I, I'm going to say polls are poll. A year out, Chris. That's what I'm going to go with. Okay. Today. You, you, you. Yeah. If, yes, okay. you do that. All right. I think I will. Okay.
They're there. Don and Carol. <laughs> it's not a time to patronize women. Okay. <laughs> Don in California. Hello, Don. Well, good morning, everybody. Hey, I just wanted to mention one thing about uh, that Chris was talking about this morning about how the economy was better during the uh, or before the uh, pandemic hit. And I just wanted to say, hey, thanks, Obama, because it was <laughs> yeah. Obama's sure. economy that, that yeah. carried over. There's no doubt about Trump. that. Absolutely yeah. no doubt about so, that. So, I mean, it's like, thanks, he- Obama, for the, for, I mean, but people don't understand that. They think that, you know, the dummy did that, and he didn't. All he did was ride the camel into the, yeah. you know, into the desert, basically. Yeah. But even before the pandemic, his, his not, I mean, it's just, I, on every provable statistic, Biden has done an amazing job mm-hmm. on the economy. The so, fact that, yeah, go ahead. The fact that he's even still considered is just, it's an insult to Americans. Mm-hmm. When the yeah. Republicans put him up as their primary, um, as their primary guy, it's an insult to Americans. They're saying we don't have any more respect for you than this guy. Yeah, and that's what needs to be put up because that's what well, it says to me. It, yeah, and it is kind of disturbing that we live in a country that people watch the same thing we watch. This despicable human being, this despicable criminal, racist, rapist, and just go. That's still my guy. Yep. <laughs> just, I mean, I I get the first time, you know that you know maybe you bought uh, what's his name, Mark Burnett. Yes, Mark oh, Burnett's okay. bull and the stupid mainstream media who thought this would be fun that, a, that he's some great businessman and maybe he'll shake things up and then like Hillary, <laughs> whatever it was. But now, mm-hmm. now you're gonna vote for for him. I'm just okay. Uh, this, just, do we have bombshell fatigue yet? Uh, Jack Smith's office submitted a 45-page filing that contained the results of extensive interviews with senior intelligence officials who worked under Trump, all of whom undercut his claims of outside uh, 2020 presidential election interference. The filing is designed to put a halt to uh, Trump's legal team's fishing expedition to access a broad swath of classified intelligence as part of his defense against charges that he conspired to subvert the 2020 election. Part of Trump's defense is the contention that there was foreign interference. Mm -hmm. The answer from every single official was no that's every trump official was no i mean i I, the fact that he's still peddling the same crap is just i okay and that's the one thing chris if we're gonna talk about polling is the polling does show is if he is convicted and i am not of the if he's convicted i am i am of the he is going to be convicted camp um, that that will make a difference I in polling. So, so uh, we shall see. A U.S. appeals court, as we mentioned earlier, up, largely upheld the gag order on Trump after he attacked potential witnesses and prosecutors in his federal case, uh, the J6 case. Uh, I don't understand. They did lift the prohibition on him personally criticizing Jack Smith. Uh, he's barred from talking about witnesses. Uh, pres- I love this. His spokesperson said President Trump will continue to fight for the First Amendment rights of tens of millions of Americans to hear from the leading presidential candidate at the height of the campaign. Really? To hear from him whining mm-hmm. and lying about witnesses and prosecutors and judges and clerks and whatever. The lot. The lot of them. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Matthew in North Carolina. Hello, Matthew. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, guys. I All love right. y'all. Thank you. Go ahead. Um, I don't want to be contrary to Chris and the gentleman who. Oh, spoke everybody's about contrary to me. Oh, You're not any every different. Every carbon-based life form yeah. is contrary to Chris. Well, I didn't say anything about Billy Mays being dead and Ron Peltier being dead too. So at least you know they're not the ones quoting. So we can pick up on that, Chris. But look, <laughs> Billy Mays is dead. Yes, the economics is still stacked 
against us. The trends during the Reagan area have the average working person whose jobs got moved overseas suffering incredibly. It's just that much less mm -hmm. under Democrats. Right. And in that vein, on the Stephanie Miller Show, I am declaring my candidacy for the North Carolina General Assembly of House 26. Yay! Um, I'm running against Donna White, who is a nurse that does not believe in women's rights. Uh, the fundamental basis of their individual rights is their reproductive rights. I'm an insurance broker, and our, our state treats Medicare people like crap. Um, your mom is in the western part of the state, Stephanie, I can guarantee you that you can confirm the fact uh -huh. that if you Excuse guys me, weren't Matthew. in a good situation... Sorry, then... sorry to interrupt your candidacy. <laughs> My girlfriend's trying to escape. I, I, I hear that. Yeah, yeah. we heard it. They, they know, they don't want her to go. Too. I'm trying to prevent that. Uh -huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Listen, you, it, Bonnie and Clyde, it's time for you to learn a universal truth. Everyone leaves mommy eventually. There's nothing you can do to guard against my abhorrent personality. Travis left twice. Right. Well, you know, he'll be back. Okay. <laughs> no. 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 Jody is hereby dicta dictator for life of the Stephanie Miller show. <laughs> um. Wow. This is new. I. And meanwhile, we're talking about it, it, this whole Biden is old, and I'm like, I Trump is. I, I don't even know what degree anymore of his dementia or just. Insanity, delusion, what is it? He uh, went on a bender, was this Saturday night, uh, that included a threat to indict Obama for murder? For yeah, murder. Uh -huh. Mur murder. Mm -hmm. You're probably going to want some details, aren't you? Uh, okay. I'll I'd, give them I'd like to know sure. what grounds. Uh -huh. Yes. Trump uh, in, uh, threatened to indict President Obama for murder. <laughs> in a case that would implicate Trump as well, but that's not important now. He reposted a message from a, some conservative pro-Trump idiot who suggested the ruling against Trump's presidential immunity defense could allow Trump to indict Obama in the future. He wrote, does that mean Trump 47 Justice Department can indict President Obama for the extraditional murder of a 16-year-old American citizen? He's talking about a drone thing. Got it. Okay. Thing. Okay. But under that theory, Trump would also face right. this because eight days into Trump's first term, uh, Al Awaki's eight year old daughter was killed in a U.S. Mm -hmm. drone strike as well. But so, okay. He's going to uh, indict Obama. Okay. Mm. Oh, would you like to? He has some further thoughts from the mm. bassinet. This was on uh, Megyn Kelly. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. She has a show here on Sirius XM. Yes. Uh-huh. And he apparently still fears there's blood coming out of her. Whatever. Wherever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so many people are asking what I thought of the history's lowest rated presidential debate and how I'd rate the players. It's so easy to be a critic, but who on this subject would be better than me? To begin with, I thought Ron's like Domenius was terrible at his bobblehead and facial movements and his walking on eggs and that sloppy Chris Christie was worse. He's not fit mentally or physically to be president. Plus, he suffers from TDS or Trump derangement syndrome at levels never seen before. In other words, he's a sick puppy. On top of it, his poll numbers are just 1% in a class with Ada Hutchinson. He's dead, but so is Ron, whose weird bubbling head and fresh mouth make his high heels look good. He's like walking on eggs. Bird brain look different and lost, but I give her second place. He means Mickey Haley. Uh -huh. Bird brain? Is that uh -huh. his new... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why? Vivek wins because he thinks I'm great. The biggest loser was Megyn Kelly. What the hell happened to her? She's lost whatever she once had, which wasn't very much. Some things never change. Okay. All Did right. Sean get the body fall right last week? Yeah, sure. He did? I think so. Okay. I think so. Sure. 
I just okay. So people think that guy's not old and mm. demented. And, mm. he's okay. Nuts. All right. Uh, the aforementioned bobbly-eyed Cash Patel, who I mentioned earlier. Uh, his former oh, he was former national security advisor. Yeah, because uh-huh. Trump is going to make him head of the CIA because uh-huh. that's not terrifying right. if he gets back. <laughs> he proclaimed a second Trump administration will come after journalists and government critics who acted as conspirators against their re-election in 2020. Uh, Trump's camp is starting to worry about the backlash comments like this from both Trump's allies and the former president himself are generating. One Trump advisor said of the Patel comments, uh, idiotic comments like this have nothing to do with our campaign. Oh, yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Lots of other people have said it, too. The same mm-hmm. rounding up our critics and yeah. blah, 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 blah. Oh, how about this one, though? Okay. This is my favorite. I mentioned this off the top of the show. Mm-hmm. What about us? What about us, Jody? Trump re-election could lead to an epidemic of killer stress, according to medical experts. That's not shocking. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure it's survivable psychologically, is it? Could we yeah. actually? T- uh, according to medical researchers and uh, experts consulted by The Atlantic, the re-election of Trump in 2024 could plunge the country into an unabated... Oh, this seems like it needs some festive music. An unabated downward spiral of stress and anxiety with major mental and physical health implications. And he's going to take away everyone's health care. So we, we'll do anything about it. He's going to throw you in prison. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she's going first. I'm oh. going to the electric lesbian zoo. Uh-huh. Yes. Say what you want about Joe Biden. He, uh, he's allowed us to go days at a time without remembering he's there. Remember? Do you remember? I, I do. You alerts on your phone every two seconds. Yeah. Like, what did this mother do now? Okay. What will happen to the American psyche if he wins again? the Atlantic asks, what will happen if we have to live in flight or fight mode for four more years and possibly far beyond? Our bodies are not designed to handle chronic no. stress. Neuroscientists have a term for the tipping point moment when we capitulate, uh, allostatic overload, and the result is almost always sickness in one form or another. Mood disorder, substance abuse, heart disease, type 2 diabetes, or ulcers. Mm-hmm. So much to look forward to in a Trump tube. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, according to a stress expert, uh, he said, uh, when asked about Trump, increase your blood pressure for a few minutes to evade a lion. That's a good thing. Increase your blood pressure every time you're in the vicinity of the alpha male, you begin to get cardiovascular disease. He warned of uh, techno stress, the obsessive checking of interruptions from passing around of news, which Trump made with obs- destructive rapidity. Human brains are not designed to handle such a helter-skelter onslaught. Uh-oh. 68% of Americans reported that yeah. the 2020 election was Tell a significant source of strain. <laughs> Tell that to your producers. <laughs> that, that last paragraph. If you have to read right. the news constantly, right. your right. blood pressure is going to uh-huh. go up. Yeah. And you're going to get cardiovascular. Right. Great. Yeah. That's we're great all going to die. I already okay. have high blood pressure. Now yeah. we're going to have cardiovascular. Yeah, we're all going to die. That's, that's basically the point of that story. Okay. <laughs> you know, I have I have to say, because I don't, I don't, you know me, I, I'm not going to quit. I've got no place else to go. Mm-hmm. But I really do feel like all the people threatening to leave, there probably will be a lot of people that will leave if he wins again. I'm learning Spanish. I'm Richard Gere, an officer again. <laughs> I am not going to quit. I ain't going to quit. I got nowhere else to go. I can still produce this show from Mexico. <laughs> Please. No, don't leave, Mommy. Don't leave, Mommy. You can get Lou Gossett Jr. as your, uh, as your producer. producer. Yeah, there yeah. you go. He's nice. <laughs> He's lovely. Moving on to new business, what act of unmitigated evil shall the Republican Party undertake this week? It's the Stephanie Miller Show.
Oh, is this our Billy? Uh-oh. Do you think? What? We haven't heard from him in quite some time, have we? Billy's hanging around. Wow. wow. In that Texas town. Oh, God. Speaking of With Texas. A phone oh, call God. from the rain. You know what I'm talking about. Just let him go. If you want to know how his talking points are strange. How does he come up with his stuff? How does he? How? How, 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 how? <laughs> Have mercy. We'll find out. Hi, Billy in Texas. Hi. Howdy. I do. Look, you know, President Trump, if he was really going to be vindictive and he wanted revenge, he didn't have to wait till he's president again. Oh. All he has to do was would all we'd have to do was to sue you for defamation. Oh, for calling him a calling him a rapist. Oh, really? Because a, ju- a judge a judge called him a rapist, so he is not an alleged well, rapist he, anymore. He is a rapist. Well, he should sue the judge then because he's really? never been really been accused. He's been, he's, he's been, been accused. convicted. He's been convicted. Well, convicted. He is a convicted rapist. Right oh, he's been convicted. Oh, but Billy, we missed you. All right. He was found yes. to have done it <laughs> right. in a civil lawsuit. Yes, I, I, I stand corrected. I stand corrected. Just when I thought we had discussed all of the horrors of Texas this morning with Wendy Davis. And then Billy had to call in. He, that calls. Well, okay. he, needs, he needs to go do some LARPing. <laughs> oh, Billy. Okay. Uh, can I have some uh, horror music, please? I don't. How many of these articles do we need about the horrors of a try? The sequel's always worse, isn't it? I mean, it's yes. just... Uh, Reports that uh, Trump advisor Stephen Miller, oh, does he sleep upside down? I think he does. I, think so. I feel like he's very bat-like. Uh, he is recruiting lawyers who will assume positions of power in a second Trump administration. <sighs> Had left uh, one of the ex-president's White House attorneys terrified, Ty Cobb. The, uh, he not said, the baseball player. No, not the dead baseball player, no. He said they're looking for lawyers who worship Trump and will do his bidding. Trump is looking to Miller to pick people who will be more loyal to Trump than to the rule of law, because of course. But those kinds Trump. of lawyers aren't very good. Right. See Alina yes. Haba. Bless you. Bless you. Trump doesn't care about the rule of law or the quality of the uh, criminal justice system. He only cares about fealty to him. The Guardian said this is a search for people with situational ethics. They're trying to screen out people who have higher loyalties to the U.S. Constitution. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Why would you want that? Lawyers with the what? It's likely they're looking for people whose higher loyalty is to Donald Trump. They're trying to find lawyers who believe in dictatorship. You have to wonder what kind of people in good conscience could sign up for a Trump revenge tour. This appears to be a casting call for an American political horror movie. The Repundit, uh, he applied. He did. Yes, I, I don't feel like that's going to go well no? for him. No. Really? But yeah, we were just, you were talking about... He's not going to get a call back? <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I hope I get it. I hope I get it. How many fascists does he need? <laughs> Um, what were we saying? Oh, you were talking about the polling in Iowa that it, the smaller Republican. The, um, the more the more Republicans that leave the Republican field in Iowa, the stronger Trump is getting. Right. Which is insane. And he's already ahead by what fifty yeah. points. And that's a Des Moines Register NBC News poll. So they're they're the gold standard in yeah. Iowa. Right. Um, yeah. The uh, Wall Street Journal just an editorial about the surprise announcement by teeny tiny Elfin uh, angry. Representative Patrick McHenry not to run for re-election. Another bad sign for a Republican Party that is increasingly seeing smart conservatives driven away yeah. uh, to, by their far-right colleagues. Uh, well, he, in his defense, he was got an offer to join Minikiss, so he's going to be in a mini-band, so it's not like he won't. All right. You're ending with a short joke. That's it. Yes, yeah. I am. Yes, I am. We'll see you tomorrow on The Stephanie Miller Show.